Hello, my name is Rebecca Coleman, and I own a small marketing media relations company here in Vancouver, BC, Canada called Titania Productions. I specialize in marketing and media relations for artists. And this is my podcast. It's called The Art of the Business, and this is podcast number five. It's called Staking Out Your Spot on the Web. Now, over the last few months, I've been exploring through this podcast ways to market yourself in more detail. This month's podcast focuses on what is probably the most essential, most indispensable marketing tool of all, the website. Now, I'm pretty sure I don't need to tell you, if you are trying to sell a product or service, you need a website. It's that simple. This month, I go into a slightly different direction and enlist the help of an expert, but I'll get to that in a minute. I'll also provide a list of resource URLs on the website associated with this podcast. First of all, getting a URL, which is uh, an acronym for Uniform Resource Locator, which is basically just your address on the web, so for example, google.com, is easy enough to do. There are tons of companies out there who can sell you one. Probably your best bet for a URL is to use your name, if you can, or your company's name, or some abbreviation of either of those. Keep it simple. URLs have to be entered exactly right. There's no margin for error. So the simpler it is to spell, the better results you'll have with people finding your site. Also, if possible, always go for the .com extension. Get a .ca as a second choice or maybe a .org if you're a nonprofit. But try to avoid at all costs .biz, .net, that kind of stuff if you can. Most people are so used to typing .com, it's almost a default. Now, quite honestly, I get over my head pretty quickly with this technical stuff, so I enlisted the help of an expert. David Rankin is a usability consultant and an instructor in, in the interactive design program at Capilano College and also happens to be quite a wonderful jazz singer and guitarist. So I asked him a bunch of questions about building an artist's website. So, what is the most important thing to keep in mind when designing a website? Designed to meet the needs of your audience. In order to be successful, your site needs to be driven by your audience's needs and not by your own preconceptions of their needs. Uh, this approach is part of something called user-centered design and will help users find the information they're looking for on your site more easily and they'll enjoy the experience of browsing your site and if you keep your content current, we'll keep them coming back for more. And I think that's what we all want. You know, it's really important to start observing um, individuals who represent your target audience using your site. Bring people in. Watch them use your site. Take notes. Ask questions. Encourage them to give you feedback as to what works, what doesn't work for them. And let them know the intention of the exercise is to make the site better and your feelings won't be hurt if there's aspects of this site they don't like or think could be improved. You can videotape the session if you want. Um, ideally, the process would begin even before building your website uh, using like early hand-drawn prototypes or uh, possibly testing your competitors' sites. Get people in to look at uh, their sites and say, what do you like or don't like about them? Focus groups work really well, too. Um, bring in a few representative users and have a discussion as to what they require from your website. Often people are more than willing to do this for a small stipend or that magical combination of free beer and pizza. 
I assure you, you will learn a ton by going through the process and will come to understand the needs of your audience more completely. Once you've gathered their feedback, you can go and redesign your website to better suit the needs of the people who really matter, your target audience. What kind of information would you include on a website that is intended to market an artist or an arts organization? Well, of course, that would vary, uh, you know, based on what kind of artist we're talking about, a visual artist, uh, you know, an actor, an arts organization, dance troupe, that kind of thing. Uh, but there are, you know, there are certain usual suspects that you would have in terms of content, um, like a short biography of the artist, uh, photos of the artist's work or performances with thumbnails, a media page, if there is audio-video content, you know, if there's footage of, uh, of a performance or, you know, tracks, audio tracks. Uh, reviews or testimonials from clients, um, you know, people have said good things about you, you want it on, on your website, especially if they're important people. A news section that highlights the, the most current information about the artist or organization and, you know, stuff that may be of interest to the audience. Performances, openings, awards you just won, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, you can maximize the impact of a news section by having it on the home page. And that's sort of what I was referring to earlier. When you keep your content current, I think that's a really good way to do it. Let's see, a uh, contact page, of course, so interested parties can get in touch via email, you know, and if you want, snail mail or phone. And some organizations may also want to include a map of how to get to their actual physical location, and that's where Google Maps is really great. Uh, you want to have a webmaster link uh, to help users report any problems they may be experiencing with the site, you know, whether or not the server has gone down or there's a broken link or some other problem. Uh, you know, you want to know about it. And a uh, homepage, of course. And, uh, you know, some artists also include a, a press kit section that has things like downloadable high-res photos, press releases, concert writers, that kind of thing. Uh, you may also want to include a forum or blog on your site. These are really good for keeping in touch with your fans and friends and colleagues, but they can be quite time-consuming to moderate and maintain, but they are uh, very effective. And if you are an organization, your site should always contain a mission statement uh, that briefly describes to your visitors the purpose of your organization. Your mission statement should be short, a paragraph or two maximum. Mission statements provide context for the rest of the site, so I would recommend putting them right on your home page. By not having a mission statement or having it buried somewhere deep in your site, you run the risk of confusing and alienating your audience. Do you know of any really successful artists' websites that you could recommend us to look at? Oh, there's so many good sites. Um, I'm going to recommend one that I think illustrates um, some of the, the points we've been talking about here. and That's Madeline Peru's website. Uh, is I think rather well designed and quite elegant, quite simple. Uh, lots of negative space in terms of the visual design, yet tons of content that's really quite well organized.
So yeah, have a look at that. Now, this is a question I get all the time. Should you get someone to build your site for you, or is it worth it to try to do it yourself? Hmm. I would recommend hiring an experienced web designer to create uh, your site for you. You know, for most of you out there, your website will be your primary tool for marketing your services, and as such, you should probably budget for it accordingly. But, you know, I've been a starving artist myself, so if this isn't an option for you, you could approach some of the local colleges and university web design programs to see if their students may be interested in taking you on as a project. I know they're particularly interested in not-for-profit organizations, so that may be an option. Uh, but if you do have the time and inclination to design your own site, I would uh, suggest you do some research first. And there are many excellent websites, free online tutorials and books on all aspects of web design. But whether you choose to hire a web designer or choose to build it yourself, um, always design to meet the needs of your audience, and you'll do just fine. Thanks, Dave. That was awesome. My pleasure, Rebecca. Thank you for having me. So, until next time, here's to bums and seats everywhere. <laughs>